Do you ever get all up in your head about posting? Like a little spark of fear just kind of ignites and then it starts catching and pretty soon before you know it, it's come into full flame and you are paralyzed. You can't do anything. You can't post. And so you just go back in your little hall and decide, I'm not going to post today or it's not meant to be or I'm too busy. I've got other things going on. Nobody cares anyway. Nobody needs to hear from me. Nobody wants to hear from me. If that sounds like you, today's episode is for you because it's all about fear of posting. Insta-fear. Insta-fear, I looked it up on Google and it's a real thing. Instagram anxiety fear of posting, social media anxiety, or really what it is putting yourself out there. So are you ready? Because I've got some answers for you. Listen in. Welcome to Authentic Online Marketing with Ruthie Gray. Growing awareness for your blog, podcast, book, or product involves more than dancing to reels and yelling, buy my thing. This show models quality over clamor so you can put your spin on your message and market in a way that feels authentic to you because nobody wants to sound like an infomercial. And now, here's your host, Ruthie Gray. Before we start, I want you to know that I totally feel you. I know what it's like to be there and wonder all of those things. Does anyone care? Are people going to laugh at me? Do I look old? Do I look like I don't know what I'm doing? Do I just look silly or foolish? Who am I to sound like an authority on Instagram? Why am I saying this? Who do I think I am? (laughs) Who are they going to think I am? So there's the posting getting stuck in your head. And then there's also getting stuck doing video. And you're like, no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) My hair's not fixed. My makeup's not on. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. My house is wrecked. I don't have anywhere to go to video. I don't have a good camera. I don't have good lighting. I don't have a nice office. All the excuses. And I hear you. However, we know what works on Instagram. Number one, consistency in posting anything. But Also, number one for 2022 is reels. Reels are powerful. We've been saying this all year. It's a proven fact. You could post three reels a week. And even if they dived and you only got a few views, they would most likely be more views than if you just did a regular post or carousel. And I'm not saying there is not space for posts too and carousels. I still do those. What I'm saying is you get things done faster and reach your audience faster with reels. Okay, so back up a minute and let's talk about stories first because stories are your gateway to reels. And I'm going to talk about more of that in our next episode, how to repurpose stories to reels. But Stories is one form of video that's very powerful and helps you connect with people in the DM because that's where the conversations start. That is the intersection of your life and your followers' interests because how they connect with you and resonate with you has a lot to do with how much you share of your life in stories and the behind the scenes of your work, your message, 
just things about you. So stories is a form of video that you want to use on Instagram to kind of, it's kind of like a testing ground. So the thing is though, you've got to get some guts and be willing to show yourself in stories. Test out the stories, like the 15 second frames, just talk to the camera in 15 second frames. If you don't like that 15 seconds, just redo it, delete it and redo it. No one will know because you didn't post it. So stories are the ground level behind the scenes where you talk to people, but also where you test what people might need to hear from you on the larger levels like live video, regular video or reels. Again, reels are the hot ticket. They have their own algorithm. And we'll talk more about that and how to test stories and repurpose them for reels in the next episode. But back to fear for a minute. So last week I did a reel on fear. And guess what? It was repurposed from stories. Every once in a while, I'll do a poll and talk to my audience and stories and feel the pulse where they're at. What are their pain points in my arena? The arena that I teach content marketing on Instagram and in newsletters. And if I see that people are responding, then sometimes I will take that content and repurpose it into other bites of content on other levels on Instagram, for instance, live video or reels or carousels. So my story was what's holding you back from reels. And the answers that I got were three things, hair, makeup, and fear. And so I spoke to that right away in my stories, right in the moment while I was still working in my office. And I got back on stories and I said, I'm hearing three things, fear, hair, and makeup. And then I went on a rant, just a, just a tiny one, but I channeled my dad. My dad was a preacher and I just went to town on that. But I did make it brief as I could. And by the end, people were thanking me for saying what I said. I said, pull up your big girl panties and show up on reels. So I'm going to talk more about how I used this for a reel in the next episode, but it touched the pain point of my audience. And I got so many comments where I had hit a pain point in my story. So just test things in stories if you're afraid to put them out there on video or post or anything Test them in stories first. Stories are the low pressure testing ground. Now, the other side of the coin for fear is I'm going to get a little bit transparent here talking about my age, the over 50 crowd <laughs> leaning towards 60. But my my people are largely, I won't say all of them, because there are a lot of young whippersnappers out there who love to listen to the podcast and and come to me for advice and coaching and training and join my mentorship. But there's a large chunk of people that are my age trying to figure out Instagram and they need it explained concisely in a manner that is simple and really breaks it down. And that's what I do uh, in my trainings. And a lot of them come to me for coaching though, for their own strategies, because I realize what it's like to be from a generation that wasn't raised on an iPhone. 
the other thing that people are scared of, women my age, is that our kids will laugh at us. I hear that a lot. It's a very real fear. It's a very touchy spot for us as moms. We don't want our kids to laugh at us. It's a valid fear. I know that you don't want your kids to make fun of you, but I want you to think about something. Let's think about how old we are and how much time we have left. If you're in your 50s, you've likely lived over half of your life. So it's time to throw away fear. It's time to put that behind what people think of us. Now, yes, if it's a point of contention between your kids and you, so much so that it would hurt your relationship, I wouldn't say laugh in the face of that. But if it's just something where they're not used to it and so they don't like it or they just want to make fun of you, sometimes we just got to put the big girl panties in our hands and pull them up. It's time to not really care what everybody thinks. It's time to get focused. And if you have been called to your message on Instagram, whether it's a product, whether it's your podcast, it's a book, whatever it is that your message is, maybe you have a a free ministry and you want to grow that. You have to speak up before people are going to hear. And the best way to do that is by showing up consistently. Listen, y'all, God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Just think about Joshua when he had to take over for Moses. How many times did God say, be strong, be courageous, don't be afraid? I'm sure it was a scary time in Joshua's life, but he stepped out and he did it. And one more thing. Remember when God asked Moses to lead the children of Israel out of Egypt and he said, oh, no, 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 not me. Are you sure? No, maybe somebody else. Not, uh, I don't think. Mm, mm. And then God was like, yeah, yep, you're the guy. Moses said finally, well, well you know, I can't speak well. I don't know if he stuttered. I don't know if he was actually, if that was even a legitimate excuse, or maybe he just thought he wasn't eloquent enough. Maybe he said, uh, and like, and you know, all the time, I can personally relate to that. And honestly, I am not the most eloquent person either. But you never know what the power of God can do when you're willing to say yes. By the way, there's such thing as podcast editors. Shout out to my son, Indigo Sound. (laughs) The boy knows his stuff. He knows how to take all the ums and ahs out, or at least most of them. So if God is calling you to a podcast, you might want to consider that you can have, you can edit stuff out. Anyway, I'm just thinking, what if Moses had said yes to God and been the actual mouthpiece? God was already walking with him. The people hid because they couldn't look at Moses' face after he met with God because it was too bright. His face was too bright. He'd been with God. He had the privilege of walking with God, knowing him intimately. And if he had just said, okay, you don't have to use Aaron. I'll be the voice. If he had just said, okay, I'll be the voice too. I'll speak it. I'll do everything you ask. Even though I think I'm not good at this, I'm not really great at public speaking, but if you say so, I'll do it. I know that it's really not going to be me anyway. It's going to be you and your power. It's going to be through you because you asked me to do it. You already said that you would be with me and I know I can do this through your strength. I wonder if he would have been able to enter Canaan. Have you ever thought of that? I wonder if he would have kept himself more in check 
what if he hadn't hit the rock instead of just speaking like God said? Moses was angry. Remember that story? He was angry with the children of Israel and God said, speak to the rock. Moses went ahead and hit it. And God said that he disrespected him. And that is why Moses didn't enter Canaan. Now that's just speculation, but I'm going to turn this around on myself. I just wonder years ago, if I had said yes sooner, like five years sooner, (laughs) God asked me to go public with my blog. I know he asked me that because I was meeting with him daily and I, I knew that impression on my heart. My writing was supposed to get out there for someone, for some reason. And I thought, oh, I don't really want to go public because here's the thing, y'all. Some of us are afraid of success because we don't want people to know about us. We're afraid of succeeding. We don't want people to think, who does she think she is? She's not perfect. That was my thought. Exactly. I knew I wasn't perfect. And what if someone slandered me in public or on the Internet for everybody to see? You know, you see it happening all the time to people. You know, usually they're pretty you know, big, like the Lisa Turkhurst kind of people. But I was afraid that was going to be me. But God kept after me as about five years, like I said, before I finally went public with the blog. But after that, God just kept stretching and stretching me, enlarging my territory, just like Jabez. And, you know, I'm sitting here today thinking, I wonder how many more women I could have helped get their message out on Instagram. Had I only said yes sooner, but there is grace and God knows and he still loves. He still provides and cares and he still leads us right where we are. So say yes. Say yes to posting regularly. Say yes to showing up on Instagram. Say yes to the reels and the video and the stories. You're not helping yourself by staying silent. In fact, it's hurting you more than it's hurting others. You can really grow and stretch your faith and it becomes really exciting. My good friend, Melanie Red, who pushed me to start teaching Instagram way, way back there. I was recently on her podcast called Women Living Courageously. We'll link that in the show notes too, because it's a very transparent walk and look back into my journey and how I created my business and how scared I was to begin with, and how she encouraged me to start. But one thing I said in that show was, I never know in my business decisions for sure what's going to take off and what's going to dive. Sometimes I might take a risk and it dives, or sometimes I'll try something and it just doesn't fly. I beta tested my mentorship three times before I figured out the secret sauce, and now it's growing and thriving and flourishing. And I'm helping more women strategize and move the needle forward in their business, not just on Instagram, but in their business. And they're collaborating with each other and they're helping each other grow their platforms. The quote that I said in that podcast was, I don't always know what's going to work, but every day I meet with God, asking him for wisdom and guidance. And it's both terrifying and exciting. That's what's called walking by faith. So my dear friend, get some guts. It's time to post regularly and it's time to get on video. I have a resource for you. It's called my Reels Personality Quiz. 
and it will help you figure out whether you're an encourager, entertainer, or educator. And that will give you ideas specifically tailored to your personality for what to do with reels. And we'll link that in the show notes too. Thanks for listening to the show today, y'all. It's been a pleasure walking through this with you. And just remember to share your voice your way on Instagram. And I'll see you next week.